we're back here at Tech Talks Podcast, and here we are in our book, Open Heavens by Bill Johnson, and it has been a pleasure sharing these moments with you. I hope you have received the book, and it's okay if you haven't gotten the book yet. That's okay. You still can follow along, and I encourage you to get the book only because I want you to really get all that you can, you know, more than just from me. I want you to get all that God has for you. So invest in yourself, get this book. And no, I'm not affiliated. I don't have any special links or whatever. I'm not making any money off of this. I'm just trying to encourage you to get this because it has so blessed me. And it's like this. I just tasted something really good. And I want you, my friend, to taste something that I just tasted. Does that make sense? That's why I'm saying it to encourage you to get something and to put in your heart that's good. So speaking of something that's good, let's talk to the God who is good and created all things that are good. Dear Jesus, you are good. You're so good to me. You're so good to us. And thank you for this opportunity to be sharing your good. And I pray that it would be well received by the listener and viewer of this podcast. In Jesus name. Amen. So here we are in chapter eight, um, keeping the fire burning. And I have a question for you. Have you ever waited on God? I think most of us can agree that yes, we have at some point in our journey have waited on God. And sometimes it feels like he's never going to show up. And there's times and moments where we're like, okay, I'm waiting, I'm waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. Well, here's a little something that I think was really encouraging and a little eye opening, I guess. On page 154, I want to read something to you. And there's this moment. It says, I don't want to be found waiting for him to do something when he is waiting for me. I I liked that because I was like, oh, my goodness, you know, you're, you're probably right. He is probably waiting on me. I've I've probably have had it all wrong that I've been waiting for him when he, in fact, he's probably just waiting for me. And it talked more and more about how that could look like and why and this and that. Um, So can I just, can I just read something to you guys? A a paragraph? (laughs) So bear with me. I'm not a professional public reader by any means, but I do try. I do try and I'm, I'm hoping and praying the more I try, the better I'll be, you know? So here we go. Okay, on 154, um, middle of the page, sometimes an unnecessary controversy arises over the subject of God's sovereignty in, in that there are two realities that need not be in conflict. One is the absolute sovereignty of God where he is able to act completely separately from our will or desire. We do not control him at all. The second is that at the same time, he welcomes us into a relationship where by his design, we have the privilege to influence him. That is the basic privilege of prayer. He can do anything he wants with or without us, but often he chooses to act in partnership with those made in his image who worship him 
by choice. I really liked that because I liked that because it just really encouraged me and that he is our part partnership. Um, I mean, he partnerships with us. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, and that, that is his choice. You know, I really liked that. And, and sometimes he's just kind of waiting on us and, and our responses and our actions. Um, sometimes we get in the way of, of that. Um, goodness, I'm trying to look in here real quick of my highlight moments. There's so many, <laughs> there's so many, you guys. Um, you know, I really liked how he talked about some of the Old Testament stuff in here and how, um, on, on the altar in the Old Testament, he talked about, you know, God lit the fire on the altar, but it was man's responsibility to keep the fire going. And I honestly don't remember ever knowing that. I just kind of, I think I actually assumed that it was the priest who did that. But now when he said that, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Um, you know, he talked a lot about surrendering to the purposes of God is always the need of the moment, regardless of the cost. And I thought that was a good little nugget. And, um, and then he, he talked about other things and uh, personal goals, dreams and ambitions and uh, abilities and reputations and stuff like that. And then on page 169, there's this nugget here. We either fear God or fear man. We can't do both at the same time. And I'm like, yeah, that's pretty true, you know. Um. I also like in here on page 170 um, that he was talking about acts of faith. And I like how he kind of said in here that um, on page 171, it's kind of in the middle here. Um, when he does like a miracle and let's say he's using somebody that we're we're like thinking I don't think God should use him or her or whatever, but I like what it says here in the middle. He is not validating the individual. He is validating his word. And that was really encouraging even to me because a lot of times, let's face it, I don't see myself worthy to be used by God at all. I see myself as a dirty sinner, a person who is not worthy of um, a holy God um, sometimes, you know, and then again, I, I start thinking about how that's actually a woe is me. And that's just a different flavor of pride. Um, so, you know, the cool thing is about it. God's word is what's going to validate the action and the miracle. And, and that's what's, that's what's really going to happen. Because God said so. Because God said it's going to happen and it, therefore it's going to happen. Not because the, the individual was a spiffy Christian. Not because the individual was holier than thou. Because God's word said. God's word's going to see to it. And that was encouraging to me. Because 
basically God is going to validate his word and it doesn't matter who or what it is that that it, it can be anybody like God can use anybody you know um his word is like rain his word is like rain that falls to the earth and like rain it falls to the earth and it plenishes and it does what it's supposed to do and what it's meant to do and then it goes back to heaven well God's word is the same way God's word will do what it's supposed to do and it doesn't return back to the Lord until it has seen to it that it has been fulfilled and it's been done and you can rely on that and you can trust and relax and rest in God's word that he's going to validate it. He's going to do it. He's going to, um, he's going to do the miracle and it doesn't matter how weak the person is, how, um, strong the person is or how his character is. God, if God spoke over you to say he's going to do what he's going to do, then rest assured he's going to do it. Praise the Lord, right? I also like this little nugget here. Healing is not the whole gospel, but neither is the gospel without it. I like that because basically what he's saying is healing is just basically this awesome gift that the people receive in order to see the gospel in a sense it's like a gift and it's like a way of saying yes to jesus he's giving you a gift of healing and that's pointing back to the giver it's pointing back to him and his miracle he's the way maker he's the he's the you know the healer he's the provider and all those little gifts, in a sense, are just tools to show the truth of who he is and the, the true gospel, the good news of who God is. Um, let's see. Oh, I like this one and then we'll wrap it up. Revival continues not by giving attention to revival, but by giving our complete attention and affection to God himself. Yes, I really, really like that. And that's on page 172. That's so, so good. And one last, I thought that was the last, but I keep seeing more, you guys. On the last part here, on um, 173, this is, I think, the last part of the chapter in chapter 8. This leads us to the nature and essence of revival. It is the manifest presence of God having an effect on all we are and do his fiery presence rests upon all who live before God with this kind of yes um, yes that kind of attention and affection to God yes help me Lord with this with my yes <laughs> um, yeah I, I keep looking in here wishing I can give you more but as I look at the time I want to wrap it up because I don't want to lose um, I don't want to lose your attention and I want to just keep it short and sweet and to the point because 
I don't want you to get this book and be like, oh, I've heard that already. You know, I, I want you to get that aha moment. And I don't want to be getting in the way of the Holy Spirit's um, allowing you to get that aha moment. I want you to get that aha moment like I have by reading this book. And that little wisdom of revelation that is throughout this book. So that's why I'm also wanting to kind of keep it short and to the point. So that's all I have for you guys today. I hope this has blessed you in some way. And if it has, give me a thumbs up. And maybe send a comment or two. Um, hit like and subscribe. And all that good stuff that helps YouTube know that you are wanting more. And it lets me know as well. All right, don't forget, be embraced, let God love you, and I'll see you next time here on Mondays for a new episode. All right, see you later. Bye-bye.